Terrence Woods was working with Raw TV on the first season of the Discovery Channel's documentary, Gold Rush, Dave Turin's Lost Mine, when he went missing in rural Idaho on October 5th, 2018. Witnesses say that Terrence dropped his radio and ran down the side of a cliff, never to be seen again. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? It is going. It's kind of, we're like in the doldrums of January. This is the month that never ends. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm very sick of it. The pigs are so sick of it that um, I'm sick of them. Because they have chewed up a few things this weekend and their names are mud. But, you know, they're sick of being in the house like the rest of us. So, But the days are getting longer. Like, hope is coming. But, yeah, I don't know about Mm -hmm. you guys, but I'm done. Well, it's been so great. This is one of the grayest months of the year for us Mm -hmm. that we literally can go weeks without a sunny day. Mm -hmm. And that that is hard. That's a little hard on the mental health. Mm-hmm, it's it a sucks. little hard on everybody, you know? Yeah. 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 So it is. I hear it. Yeah. I'm ready to be done. I am too. Yeah. Although I did look at the forecast and we are getting sun on Tuesday. So yeah. we all need to take an opportunity to be out in that in some way. Cause mm-hmm. it'll probably be like, you know, 17 degrees at the same time. So it's you not just exactly take a, ride. a great time to go yeah. outside. Yeah. Just go be out in the car for a while. That definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, most yeah. definitely. Well, how are you? I am good. I just got home from a road trip, actually, to Boise to see your kids. Yeah. So that was really fun. We had a nice uh, time this weekend and, you yeah. know, messed around and shopped and ate out and hung out with the kids and played games. And it was just really nice to see them yeah. and miss them. And it was nice to get out of town for a couple of days, too. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. I know they had fun, too. And yeah. Sometimes you just got to get the hell out of here, you know? Yes, it is true. Sometimes you just need a little time away from home or wherever you spend all your time, you know? 100%. But now I'm tired and I'm like, I just want to sleep in my own bed because yes, our hotel bed was not great. Mm-hmm. So that's how I am. Well, I'm very excited because I am bringing two segments tonight. I'm going to start with O Idaho. And oh, then... I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. And then we're going to, then I have a crazy crime segment. So I have awesome. lots, of, uh, I have lots of WTF crime for you guys. This okay. Well, yep. and we have a, yeah, a WTF case for you as well. So it's WTF let's, crime day. It is. So let's, <laughs> it's also Monday. So that makes yes. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's kick it off with, oh, Idaho. Oh, Idaho, you did it right this time. So I had to share because I do a lot of Oh, Idaho cases where I just can't even with you, but not this time. So last weekend at a rest stop or a gas station, truck stop, there we go, in Idaho Falls, Idaho, a lady passed a napkin to the cashier that said, I am being kidnapped. Please call the police. 
And then she stalled around a bit, and that lady did call the police. And the police identified this lady through their uh, CCTV and her vehicle, and they were able to pull them over and and save her. And uh, she was being kidnapped. She had come here from another state fleeing a domestic violence situation Mm -hmm. and was staying in a hotel, and her abuser caught up with her. She had a restraining order from another state, and this guy named Mark Humphreys who was completely wigged out on meth, showed up at her hotel and forced her into her car and told her that she was going to be driving them to Arkansas. Mm. And she complied because she said that he is very scary when he's on meth. So she went Mm. along. Luckily, her car was low on gas. So she was able to stop at the gas station, ask for help. Thank God they took her seriously and got help. And the police were able to get her to safety. So... Uh, He was arrested, and he has been charged with felony second-degree kidnapping, as well as a handful of drug and drug paraphernalia charges because of everything that was on him, uh, and for walking through that restraining order. So, at any rate, this is uh, one of those times that I think we have to celebrate it a little bit and pay attention to these things where somebody, you know, was smart enough to get a note. They also found a note taped in the back window that... uh, said call police and yeah. no one had i don't know if they couldn't see it or didn't take her seriously but no one had you know we learned last month about a girl who saved herself from a kidnapper on the highway by doing you know the tiktok symbol for needing help yeah well it's, it's not tiktoks but you know it's but yeah it's, it it's was all over tiktok yeah yeah Showing people that you need help uh, and some other things like that. We're, you know, talking about like angel shots and stuff like that, where people were devising ways to help keep particularly women a little safer. So yeah, good job, Idaho. Good job this time. I, I am impressed. I will say I also yeah. stopped at a truck stop on my way home from Boise, Idaho and went in the restroom and there was a business card that gave the phone number and a number to text if you are being sex trafficked wow and it was like sort of stuck in the door of the stall so somebody Mm -hmm. went in there you know there was a number even to text Mm -hmm. which i thought was cool so hey sometimes idaho gets it right some good things happening yeah i'm glad to hear it well yeah this next case which is our main case idaho has yet to get right (laughs) but i yeah i don't know i'm just gonna tell you this and then we're gonna discuss it because it's so weird Mm-hmm. So, Terrence Woods, who was not from here, mm-hmm. he was here working with Raw TV. And, and then when I say here, he was in Idaho. He was in Oro Grande, Idaho, which is in Idaho County. It's sort of n- central, northern Idaho. It's a long, long ways from where we live. Yeah. And they were filming the first season of Discovery Channel's documentary, Gold Rush, Dave Turin's Lost Mine, where they were going Mm -hmm. around to uh, mines in like the Northwest trying to find gold in dead mines, basically. So he was working on that show. And on October 15th, 2018, here's what witnesses say happened. They say at one point he just dropped his radio that he had for work and he ran down this very steep they called it a cliff 
and he was never seen again. Like, what? <laughs> like that's the whole story. Yeah, that's like the whole story. So, I mean, there's a lot of supposition. There's a lot of other stuff, and we're going to talk about it. But that's the basics of it. A couple mm-hmm. of coworkers went after him because people were like, "Something is very wrong. Why would you do that?" Yeah, and apparently. They came back a long time later, torn clothes, bloody, because getting down that hill and back up from it was very challenging. Mm-hmm. The people who say they saw Terrence do this say they've never seen anyone ran, run so fast in their lives. He just sort of ran down this really steep cliff and disappeared into the forest. Now, this is a really, really dense yeah forest this is not an easy place to look for somebody mm-hmm. the next day this was right at dusk and so they didn't start searching for him until the next day because the, it's so dense out there that you can't really no. search at night no. they used um the police brought in um helicopters with heat sensing stuff you know mm-hmm. and they did ground searches they searched and searched and searched for him and they found nothing nothing Mm-hmm. not a piece of fabric off a shirt that got torn as he was sprinting down this hill cliff right. thing. Um, nothing, no blood, nothing of his, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing has ever been found of Terrence in all of this time. And it's more than three years now. And I don't know. I mean, I was looking up a little bit about this place because it is not a place I've ever been and kind of an interesting old historical place. It's, mm-hmm. um, or grand is the site of the sheep eater Indian war. So on February 12th of 1879, five Chinese miners were murdered uh, at the Oro Grande um, mining camp. Okay. This was a gold mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, local officials said that the sheep eater Indians, the natives in that area, were to blame. Um, the sheep eaters said that they did not do it. Mm-hmm. And there was no evidence ever found that connected them mm-hmm. to those deaths. Um, so... Some years go by, and then some white miners did claim that some other white miners had killed the Chinese men for some of the gold mm-hmm. that they had. So that was really common. That happened yeah, all the time, right? I mean, we we live in gold rush country. This is it was not a safe time. Oh, Mm-mm. but at the time that this initially happened in 1879, the military basically took advantage of the accusations. Of course. And they started what's known as the Sheep Eater Indian War. Oh. Um, so the army went after the Sheep Eater people for a long time in central Idaho. Mm-hmm. And in October of 1879, there were only 60 members of the tribe oh. left. And they surrendered. And they were moved and lived out their lives, guess where? In the Fort Hall Reservation in southeast Idaho, which is, we live very near it. Oh, wow. That was an interesting, this is Mm -hmm. a place with a very violent history and a very difficult terrain. Like this is Mm -hmm. not a place 
that anybody would want to go. There are lots of old mine pits out there. They're all they're all dead mines. It's all shut down. There's no mining mm-hmm. that happens in this area anymore. This no. is from a long time ago. Um, a few interesting things. Uh, some co-workers said that Terrence had been having some mental health issues on this uh, particular job. And it has been said by some people that raw can be difficult to work with uh, as a, as a company mm-hmm. um, on the day that he disappeared, he had texted his family to let them know that he was coming home, that he was quitting this um, show mm-hmm. coming home several weeks early and didn't really give a clear message as to why. Oh. So there are a lot of questions around kind of what was going on with Terrence and mm-hmm. why that would happen, you know. So Raw TV did fly um his uh dad, Terrence Woods Sr., um out. I think mom too, flew them out to the area, which I can only imagine. I mean, you don't just fly to this place like you would fly mm-hmm. a long ways from in this place and then drive a really long ways to get there. But this, the, the bottom line is that they never found anything. Yeah. And there are just a handful of witnesses that say that this is what happened. And so it, it there are questions about, you know, is that even what happened at all? Yeah. This area is 8,500 square feet or square miles. Um, and 80% of the land is national forest. It's Nez Perce National mm-hmm. Forest. Okay. Super um, rugged and dense, mm-hmm. really steep mountain ranges. There aren't very many people. There are only about 16,000 people that live in Idaho County. Now, another thing that happened is that there was a local woman, her name was Connie Johnson, and she went missing in the area on the same day. Wow. Yeah. So authorities out there say that it didn't, that they they were several miles apart and those incidents weren't related, although we don't actually know. Right. Um, You know, there's, there's quite a bit of, kind of some bad blood between Terrence's family and raw TV. They really, his sure. family really feels like they didn't help enough. Mm-hmm. And there's just sort of this point at which it was like, well, we don't know. He's just gone, you know? Yeah. And there's no, there's no resolution to this. There's no rhyme or reason to this. It is the mm. weirdest. Like why, you know, did what they say even happen at all? Because why would someone do that? You know, like, I think it was sort of implying that maybe he was like running down this cliff to like, I don't know, end his life. Because this was not a safe thing to do. Spontaneously, just suddenly make the decision. Just suddenly. I mean, there's definitely a paranormal slant there, you know, Mm -hmm. of what was he feeling, hearing, seeing? I mean, that area feels to me kind of like a blind frog frog ranch or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
What's the other one? I want to say Shapeshifter Ranch, and that's wrong. Uh, Skinwalker. Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. Yeah. Like, the energy there feels very buzzed out, you know? So what was he feeling? Mm-hmm. What was he experiencing? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right. There are definitely those questions because there, you know, there's been a lot of death, obviously a lot of murder and war and, you know, just terrible things that have happened in that area. Mm -hmm. Plus those woods are just so dense. And if you aren't from that place and really know your way around, you'd get Mm -hmm. out in those woods and you'd never get back out, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. This, this is a real puzzler to me. I mean, I think that if it really played out the way that they said, they would find his body. I mean, they saw the direction that he went. How far could he have really gotten in that short amount of time when supposedly other members of the crew ran down the hill after him, you know? Like, where would he have gone so quickly that he just disappeared? It just does not make any sense. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. How cavernous is the land? Right. How cavernous is the land? Is it possible? That just keeps being my gut feeling that he ended up straight in down. That he well, went into an old mine shaft or a, not even maybe an old mine shaft, but an old wash or an old, you know, crevice or something that he mm-hmm. went into the earth deeply. And, and that's just. Well, it's definitely very hazardous. And there are from just looking at like. Um, maps of Idaho County and like the mining history and stuff out there. There are a lot of old mines out there. Oh yeah. And there are open pits and you know, Mm -hmm. there is stuff like that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. But how did it happen in front of this group of people? Right. And then not be able to pinpoint where he ended up. Just seems really, really odd to me. It does. The the story feels a little suspicious. Yeah. It all just comes off as very strange. It does. It does. And that's what his family says is that we have no, we have no answers here. And they're from the East coast, Mm -hmm. very unfamiliar. But I also have to say as an Idahoan, I had never heard of this story until a listener told us about it last week. I had no idea. Me either. How has this not been news in Idaho? Right. And, and I mean, I could find very little, Mm -hmm. most of the articles that I found were actually from media outlets where What's happening right now is that there's been a resurgence of Terrence's case. Mm-hmm. One issue around it being that Terrence is black. Yeah. And, you know, he, they're up real close to white supremacy land. Oh, yeah. In northern Idaho, where they were. And it's not a place that I would have wanted to, to send. Um, a, he was the only black member of the crew. And so there were questions about, was he feeling discriminated against? Was he feeling uncomfortable because of his race? We And, and this is all supposition. We don't know. It's it's yeah. all conjecture. We don't know. Yeah. But something was Yeah, but we was know not, that that area. Ooh, I know. I could be. Would be very unsafe, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine for his sake, you know, that that would mm-hmm. have been a good idea. 
just for no. his own safety. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. it's something we wanted to, we, we have to, you know, thank a listener who brought our attention to this case because we didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. We wanted to bring, you know, attention forward on it. And it's something that we'll keep an eye out. But there have been some new searches that, you know, there's been some stuff. Here, here's the other problem that you have to understand. This is National Forest, which means that there's there's jurisdictional issues when it comes to National Forest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Idaho is national forest, especially that part of Idaho is almost all national forest. And so you've got rangers versus county sheriffs. Also, people go missing in places like Oregon all the time, just like mm-hmm. they do here. You know, we've talked about it with like mm-hmm. the Gabby Petito case and various things that like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you go out in the wilds of Idaho and get lost and disappear. This mm-hmm. is not news. I mean, it should be. Right. But it, it's, but I mean, these things it, happen when they were looking happened. for Gabby Petito, the they time. found several missing people. Yeah, they did. That have been missing were, for a while. Yeah. Cause yeah. there were several other people missing mm-hmm. at the same time, just like with Terrence Woods. And so there is, I don't know, there is a bit of an attitude around in the, in the forest, the national forest, particularly around here, there's a little Mm -hmm. bit of a fuck around and find out kind of attitude, you know? Yeah. Like if you're going to go do something super unsafe that you don't know how to do, or that you, Mm -hmm. you know, you get yourself into a situation that you, that you can't deal with on your own, Mm -hmm. this is what happens. And so it also seems like, and, and somebody will probably at me for this, but it seems like our search and rescue teams are much more likely to search and rescue locals than they are non-locals. Right. And maybe I'm wrong, you know, but that is that in seeing some of these other cases where people have been missing and literally no one has even spoken of them. We've never heard about them in the news versus a local kid that goes missing and they call out the cavalry. Yeah. yeah, it does it feel is, that way. It is true. And I mean, there were huge searches for him. Right. There were. It's not that they did nothing. No. No, they didn't. I mean, they, and they were doing helicopter searches because it's, yeah. I mean, you're, we're talking about really dense mm-hmm. forest to try to search on foot. And they did do foot searches too, but, yeah. you know, they felt like the heat seeking helicopters were probably the most effective. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it doesn't sit right with me. I'm not. Mm-hmm really fully convinced that the story that's being told about what happened in the first place is even what happened. And that is what his family thinks is they don't think that that's what happened at all. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the bottom line is Terrence, what has never, what's has never been found. And yeah. that's, you know, to not allow for that kind of closure for his family to at least know where he was and what happened to him mm-hmm. is brutal. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of um, people that work in media right now um, mm-hmm. elevating this case. We wanted to do it, too, just to remind everybody that Terrence Woods has still never been found. Mm-hmm. And the truth of what's happened to him has never fully been revealed either. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Add his name to our list of names that we keep it, an eye out for. And if there are any updates, we will let you know. For sure. I mean, yeah. I think we both are pretty clear on what we think happened to him as far as, you know, that he's in a pit or a, a mine yeah. shaft out there somewhere. Um, but why and how 
I think yeah. we don't have their answers on. I think that's true. Yeah. 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 So that being said, is this a, do you have a weird crime for us? I, yeah, well, a crazy crime. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, like what kind of graphic to put up. So I'm going to go Let's with go. weird crime. Weird okay. crime's great. Okay. <laughs> so for weird crime today, I thought we'd change gears a little bit. I was thinking about some of the unsung heroes in law enforcement, the dispatchers, that uh, they hear it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, and mm -hmm. the crazy. And so I found some dispatch uh, first accounts of some stories that I thought you guys might enjoy. I, I liked a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> this first one absolutely killed me. A girl wrote in and said... Not from an operator, but from my boyfriend who called in. He worked a late shift, walking home about 2 a.m. The shift he got off, uh, this time he worked a few hours late. So he was coming home really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. He called 911. And he said, I'd like to call and report a fire. So they lived in a fire-prone area and they'd had a really bad fire year. And he was seeing a fire glowing out on the horizon. Oh, he said, where is it located? He said, on the hillside, just east of the city. Uh, so he starts giving more locations and details. And he says, oh, God, it's getting bigger. The whole top of the hill is on fire now. And 911 says, stay calm, sir. We're sending someone out. And he says, it's getting bigger and bigger. Doesn't anyone else see this? It's lighting up the whole sky around it. It's huge. Oh, no. oh God. Oh, oh, wait. I'm so sorry. It's the sun. <laughs> Just the sun rising up over the hillside, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my hell. That's funny. <laughs> I love that he told this story, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he admits that this happened. Revel in his embarrassment. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> this woman said, I had another woman call to say her cat was stuck in a tree. I just knew she wanted the fire department to come out and save the cat. So I got my that's only in movies speech ready. Then mm -hmm. she said... So anyway, my husband climbed up to get the cat and now he's stuck too. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. So they did come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Just after I got done with training, I received a priority one call, meaning that it requires immediate response, for animal ordinance. Usually this call is reserved for animals in traffic or vicious animals where there's an, a potential for immediate threat to life. The reporting card was a parent attending a school function. Caller advised that there was a raccoon loose in the school. I dispatched two officers to the call and they made it on scene. The officer then broadcasts the suspect description via radio. <laughs> suspect is small, fast, and wearing a bandit mask, may have robbed a couple of trash cans. We lost him in a foot pursuit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest? Yeah. Uh, this one recently got a call from a panicked 11-year-old boy who thought he had locked himself in a wardrobe while home alone. Oh. I was on the phone with him for a while before I suggested sliding the door instead of pushing on it like you would when entering or exiting a room. 
I heard a few sniffles on the other end of the line and then a quiet, oh yeah, I forgot the door went like that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. One woman called because she thought her house was being shot at. Turns out she forgot about her eggs boiling on the stove and they exploded <gasps> one by one. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. It was just a little old lady trying to cook some eggs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This woman dialed 911 to say there were men in her house trying to kidnap her. Turned out the men were police officers who were arresting her. Oh. <laughs> or this big genius uh, called 911 and said, I'm at the convenience store. This guy won't sell me beer. The dispatcher said, okay, why not? The caller said, I can't show him my ID because I'm not 21. Oh, the what? dispatcher. Yeah, he's, he's quite drunk. The dispatcher says, without an ID, the clerk can't sell to you, especially if you're underage. And he says, but other clerks let me bribe them. I told him that and he still won't take my bribe and sell to me. Make him come take the bribe. <laughs> and dispatch says, well, we can't force the clerk to accept your bribe and we definitely won't let him sell to a minor. Do you want to wait there and I can have an officer come talk to you in person? <laughs> and he says, yeah, I will sit outside and wait for you. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, dumb criminal. Wow. Mm -hmm. Or this super smart lady who called in to let 911 know that uh, her roommate stole her heroin. So the police had to come sort that one out and arrest them both. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one is a real problem. 911 operator uh, answers and a man says, I need an ambulance now. And she says, what's going on? I just, I can't tell you. I just need an ambulance. And she said, well, sir, you'll need to tell me why. And he said, my junk is stuck in the wall, okay? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. So she said, please stay on the line for fire and rescue. <laughs> oh, well, yep. Maybe we'll do that again, huh? <laughs> um, or this one. My uncle was a dispatcher in a suburb of uh, St. Paul. He said that uh, at one point someone called 911 and said, I'd like to report two suspicious vehicles passing something back and forth in Potawatomi Park. And he said, okay, we'll send an officer out to assess. So he called it out, officer to dispatch. Two suspicious vehicles in Potawatomi Park passing items back and forth. <laughs> the car said, ah, uh, that's me and officer something or other passing Cheetos. <laughs> oh, for that's sake. pretty great. And lastly, I know this might not be emergency per se, but I didn't know who else to call. There's a person in a giant monkey suit running down the road, humping all of the fire hydrants. <laughs> the dispatcher <laughs> said, well, uh, well, okay, then we'll call someone out. Turns out there really was someone in a giant monkey suit. That was suit was definitely humping every fire hydrant he came across. Wasn't necessarily illegal, but, uh, yeah, no, you like, know. I don't know if that's a crime, but okay. <laughs> but it was happening. <laughs> Definitely was. 
and so many others for a good time look up uh, crazy dispatch calls there are some some doozies out there yeah so, yeah there are we do lots of hard, sad, terrible around here, and sometimes it's kind of nice to lighten it up. So there you go. Yes, it is. Thank you for that. Thank you, you bet. Well, this is our Monday episode, and yeah. so we will be back with two more episodes this week, plus our uh, live stream on Wednesday night for case updates. And Spirit School uh, Tuesday afternoon. Oh, Spirit School Tuesday afternoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Thursday night will be the Psychic Hour at yeah. 7 p.m. Mountain. So we have lots going on. You probably saw Katie did an update for us last week. The Gabby Petito case has finally come to an end. We have yes. at least some of a resolution there. Confession so, and closure. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So mm-hmm. as always, we keep an eye on what's happening on all the cases we've reported on and try to bring you updates as much as possible because it's easy for things to fall away and disappear out of the news. I'll tell you, we have to go back and really look to find some things, but mm-hmm. we will keep an eye on the Terrence Woods uh, case because we yes. do feel that there needs to be some better closure here. There's just got to be more to this story and there's got to be some kind of a solution for his family. This is just not fair. Terrence deserves that. And so does his family. Absolutely. They most certainly do. So you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Please like, subscribe, share, you know, all of do all those things to help us to grow and keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. And thanks for being here, everybody. Take care. <laughs>